This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey guys, thanks so much for your support this season. And don't worry, we'll be coming back very soon with brand new episodes and all new stories. So please stay subscribed. And if you're enjoying the show, tell a friend. Help spread the word. Stay tuned to the end of this episode where we announce the winners of the Radio Rental VHS tapes. But for now, let's check in with Terry. Greetings, fans and friends. You've reached the voicemail box of award-winning radio personality Terry Carnation. Terry is currently either indisposed or besieged by a mob of his most loving devotees. Either way, he is too busy to pick up the phone. Leave a message with your request. Perhaps you would like to purchase a signed napkin or an actual lock of Mr. Carnation's hair. If so, please go to terrycarnation.com. If this is the IRS, Mr. Carnation would like to refer you to Section 2202 of the CARES Act, which gives him an extended grace period until December 30th. Thank you. Leave your message at the tone. Hi, Terry. I just want to know if and when aliens land on our planet, should we welcome them or fight them to the death? Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for your call. This is Terry Carnation, of course. Um, excellent question. We know, of course, that aliens have been here for hundreds of thousands of years, if not longer. They mated with Homo habilis, thereby creating Homo erectus, or humans humans of humanity. So we are part alien. When they return, they are probably already among us, but when they return in force, they will want their planet back. It's really that simple. So I would be ready. I would be prepared. That's all I have to say. Hello, Terry Carnation. I was just wondering what your love life looks like. Are you single? Are you seeing someone? I am curious to know. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Thank you for that question. Um, that question, well, it hits hard. I've got to be honest with you. Many of you know that um, several years back, I lost my wife, Zelon. I literally lost her somewhere. I was, I believe, in Tijuana. I don't, I don't remember. I had been imbibing for a while, but she is gone. She has disappeared, Zelon, uh, Vietnamese. And I have been in a state of perpetual heartbreak ever since. 
Recently, I've been thinking about uh, getting back on the, the dating horse, as it were, and um, so what I've undertaken is uh, posting pictures of my feet to some sexual foot fetish websites, uh, hoping that there is a woman out there that finds my feet uh, exciting, irresistible. Um, I understand people are willing to pay a lot of money for, for feet and access to the right feet. Um, I have incredibly beautiful feet and gams. So perhaps I'll find Mrs. Wright out there. Mrs. Wright will enjoy my peds <laughs> and we can have a mutually uh, beneficial relationship. So wish me luck, America. Thank you. Hi, Terry. My name is Faith. I love your video store and I think you do a great job running it. I was just wondering if you had to direct your own video, what would it be about and why? Please answer my question. Thank you. My, you're quite pushy. Please answer my question. <laughs> you know what? I may not answer your question. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> no, of course I'll answer your question. But seriously, stop being so pushy. I have written a film script called The Secret of Emily's Hair. I'm sorry, did I say secret? The Haunting of Emily's Hair. And it's, um, it's a think piece. Uh, it's a bit gruesome. Uh, it involves personal hygiene. It involves uh, the underworld, the netherworld, as it were. Do I have the skill set to bring this to life? Do I have the skill set to run a crew of 200 people and place the cameras where they need to be, provide the editing, the music, the, the post-production, the special effects and visual effects to bring a story like this to life? Well, yes, I do. So if you know any financiers, please direct them my way for the upcoming horror opus, The Haunting of Emily's Hair. Thank you for your call, Pushy. Hey, Terry. It's Keegan. Um, just wanted to call, say hi. Thank you for sharing your store with us. Um, I did have one quick question for you. Um, I don't know who my dad is, and I wanted to know if you would be my dad. I know you you don't love kids, um, but I, I'm, I'm an adult, so um, I'm not sticky or anything, but I just... I need a dad, so let me know. Thanks. Keegan, uh, thank you so much for your call. Um, I actually get this request a fair amount. I will say that uh, many people listen to my voice. They listen to the show. They call in. They're interested in dark air radio or radio rental or what have you and see me as a surrogate father figure. I would, however, need to reject your offer as your name is Keegan, and I'm, I'm so sorry, I, I don't understand that name. It's a, it's a series of consonants and vowels that really have no place bumping up against one another. So I'm very sorry. Thank you for your call. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. 
Hi, Terry. I was just wondering, what decade do you think you're stuck in? Um, I'm not uh, sure of your question. What decade do I think I'm stuck in? I don't know what decade I think I'm stuck in. I can tell you what my favorite decade is, the 90s. And uh, if I'm stuck in the 90s, so be it. Oh, by the way, I'm speaking about the 1890s, the gay 90s. An incredible decade in perhaps the greatest century in human history. Thanks for your call. Jerry Carnation, I'm going to speak really fast because I don't know how quick this is going to cut me off. But God damn it. Let me tell you, I adore you. You're, you're, you're delightful. You're delectable. You remind me of the Crypt Keeper. You're absolutely glorious. But listen, I just wanted to say that this is my most favorite podcast I've ever heard in my life. My name is Christopher Fly. You can use my name on air. I, 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 bizarre, bizarre. My question is for you. The best I come up with was how did you obtain your bizarre and glorious VHS rental store? And that's the question I'm asking because I'm sure the Terry Carnation has a good story behind that one. I'm Christopher Paul Fly, Flossy B. That is all. Bye bye. What a strange person. Thank you, Christopher Fly. Thank you so much for permission to use your name on the air. <laughs> um, excellent question. How did I, Terry Carnation, raconteur, man about town, disc jockey, traveler, provocateur, obtain the radio rental, VHS rental video store? Well, I, I tell you, Christopher Fly, I inherited it from my Aunt Connie. Uh, she passed away under mysterious circumstances, and um, I found myself with a video store. Many of my family members uh, early on in, in the ordeal of her passing, or disappearance, rather, I should say, uh, were certain that I was implicated. I was involved in some way, shape, or form because I knew very well that I would be inheriting this wonderful video store from my beloved Aunt Connie, but I can assure you that even though, yes, we were hiking, and yes, there were many swift rivers and cliffs and crevasses in the area, I had nothing to do with her disappearance. Um, it was some kind of creature, some kind of dark thing, some kind of animism. I'm certain that I saw on the trail, and I will miss you, Aunt Connie, till the end of my days. Thank you. Terry Carnation, this is Poppy Caldwell. Um, I wanted to ask you two questions. Um, my first question is, what is your favorite movie of all time? And then number two, if you could be any villain from all of, you know, cinema history, what villain do you think you would be? Thank you, Terry Carnation. I have thoroughly enjoyed your show. Thank you for your wonderful questions. Um, well, my favorite movie of all time, quite simply, uh, Vincent Price's The Tingler by William Castle. Um, in its original incarnation, however, as you know, the theater seats were rigged to vibrate during uh, electronic shocks, shall we say. So there was a 
a surround sounds, a sensoratory experience, if you were, as it were. And when watching at home, when enjoying at home, even on the YouTubes, one needs to evoke a similar kind of physical reaction. I use a vibrating egg uh, that my ex-wife kept by the side of the bed. I'm not sure of its function. I believe it was for uh, mixing pancake batter. I'm, I'm not sure. It's something, it's Japanese. I put the vitamin, uh, excuse me, I used, I put the vibrating egg vitamin. I put the vibrating egg, um, well, I, honestly, I just sit on it. And uh, at times when it is supposed to vibrate, I, I turn it on uh, to achieve the same sensation. Uh, favorite movie villain of all time? Uh, George Lucas. Hi, Terry Carnation. I was just calling to ask if you've ever heard of the chain stores that were called Blockbuster. Um, not, not sure if you know about it, but they, they rent movies and it's kind of out of business now. Anyway, I hope you're doing well and I love the show. Bye. Uh, thank you for your call. Uh, of course, I know Blockbuster. <laughs> I was, after all, alive in the 80s and 90s, the, uh, the height of Blockbuster. And uh, it is my firm belief that very soon we will go back to a similar renting structure economy. Uh, it makes the most sense. I mean, think about it. You have to sit at home and figure out your television remote and pick from one of thousands of titles that you want to watch, or you can simply get in your car and drive several miles down the road, find parking, no matter what the weather, walk across the parking lot into a local video store rental house, and you see the titles up on the wall. You can read the boxes. You can see which actors are in them. It makes far more sense. And so that is why I have invested well, a large sum of money in uh, not only radio rental, but several video rental houses uh, springing up in the Los Angeles area. Thank you for your call. Hi, this message is for Terry Carnation. This is Danielle Gack from Chicago. Um, I was just wondering if you had any comments on the potential feud with Joe Rogan. Uh, I'm not sure what he thought about you being more number one than him, so seeing if you wanted to weigh in. Um, congrats, love Radio Rental. Thanks, bye. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you for that call. Um, feud, I'm not here to feud with anyone, <laughs> uh, not the least of which uh, Mr. Rogan, no hair. Um, I'm not here to feud with Joe Cuball Rogan. I'm not here to, certainly to uh, wrestle with him, cretin. Um, I'm simply trying to tell incredible stories, true stories, to bring them to an audience, let people hear them. And um, Mr. Joe Rogan, windbag, is um, welcome to his, his show, welcome to his reality, and um, really no hard feelings whatsoever. Thank you so much. Hello, Terry Carnation. This is Mary Rose. Um, this question is actually for Malachi. I was just wondering uh, if he thinks that Bruce Campbell is overrated or not and what his favorite pastry is. Have a great day. <laughs> I know. 
Well, I think that wraps it up for me today. Until next time. I think for me this season, one of the stories that left me with the most questions was Dogman, or probably better known as Puppy People. I'm sure you remember, but I'll refresh your memory. My aunt and my uncle, they had a phone booth. It was all wood framed and glass and the bifold doors with a bench in it. There was no phone in it, there was just an empty box where the phone would have been. But when you closed it, the light and the fan came on and it reminds me of something like at the back of a, like a saloon or something like that. When I was a little kid, like probably no more than five or six, I used to play in it all the time. I always wanted to go in there when we'd go to my aunt's house. My mom and my aunt are really close, and so we were there quite a bit. So I didn't have much to do. It was just me. And so I would just play in the phone booth. My mom called me back and she goes, I remember. I remember. She used to go in there, and when you would come out, you would say that you went to visit the puppy people. My blood ran cold. It just, I felt chills. So what's up with these dog people? And what about that phone booth? So I called them to follow up on this and get some more details. Hello, this is David. Hey man, it's Payne. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, uh, not bad, not bad. Well, yeah, I wanted to just kind of follow up with you and just sort of pick your brain for a second about the phone booth. Could you tell me what you found out about it? <laughs> On my way back from meeting with you guys the first time, I called my aunt and I just said, hey, you know, tell me a little bit about this phone booth. And my uncle had gotten it, I'm assuming like an auction or something from the city of Chicago. She said Rock Island, but I looked it up and it's a train station. Uh, in Chicago, and there was a bank of old phone booths in there. She said that uh, that he got it, and supposedly can be able to be seen in the Alfred Hitchcock movie North by Northwest. Several parts of it, I guess, take place in train stations and phone booths and stuff like that. So it's something I'm actually gonna I wanted to look into a little bit. But she knew immediately what I was referring to. She didn't know the other parts of the story because I never really told her that. But she remembered immediately what I said when I came out of. Oh yeah, you used to go in there and say that you'd visit the puppy people. She said they used to call it Puppy Dog Land. I don't know if that's something that I said or if it's something that they just came up with because of what I said with, about the puppy people. But that was it. She said that it was just something they they'd always had. Surely there has to be, you know, something, something, you know, otherworldly or supernatural about it. I saw some of the people on the post on Twitter after you posted the picture, and I kind of liked a few of the comments. And some people were like kind of reaching out to me and saying, I've got so many questions. One user said that it, you know, possibly a, like a, I guess a doorway to another dimension or something like that. And I was like, I guess I'd never thought of really that before. I don't ever have a clear memory of what happened when I was inside. I don't remember if I thought I was going somewhere or if I was just, I, I have absolutely no memory of, of what happened while I was inside the phone booth. I mean, even though I was just a, a little older than a toddler, I do remember playing in the phone booth. But once I was inside, it's almost as, as like there's just a void in my memory. Maybe it was kind of a doorway to another place and, and in order to to protect themselves or to, to remain anonymous or secretive, maybe that's something that they did was just remove that part of my of my memory so I didn't immediately come out and say, Hey, I went to this weird place. Even though I did try to <laughs> even though I did sort of say something along those lines, but not but no details. You know, I didn't have any specifics or 
you know, and of course it's easy to, to, to just blow off a little kid and be like, oh, that's, you know, vivid imagination. Have you talked to your husband at all about your experiences since we met? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of went over everything that we talked about and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he didn't really he didn't have much more to add to it, but he said it had no problem <laughs> letting letting people know that that I'm not just I'm not, I'm not just saying this because you know because you're my husband, but I actually saw what we saw, and I don't know what it was, but I know what you know what we what we saw together. I've never really thought about it in this much detail before <laughs> usually just telling it around a campfire after a couple of drinks, that kind of thing. But now I've, I've had to take a deeper look at it. I would like to do more research. I would like to see if there was, if there's any more details on sale of these phone booths. I just had to figure out where to start. You know, recording the podcast was, was definitely a bright spot in this whole pandemic thing. It kind of gets boring <laughs> not having, not having much to do, only going to the office once in a while. We're actually going camping this weekend with some with some family and a couple of friends, and so I didn't really tell a lot of people what happened. I'm just going to play the podcast for them. <laughs> one more story that really piqued my interest this season was while you were sleeping. The one where she thought her house was haunted, but it turns out there was a man, an actual person, living in her attic. My dad said, well, we've been having really weird things happen within the house. We've had stuff happening, things seem to be progressing, and we don't understand. A few days went by, and they called back. He was super apologetic and said, I am sorry. I have a brother-in-law that actually went to prison over an incident that happened in the house. We were under the assumption he was still in prison, but they let him out and nobody told us. And nobody knows where he's at. The things you're talking about could be him. If you want us to change the locks, we will do that and we'll pay for it. They came and they changed the locks and it was almost instant that things stopped. No more food was missing, no more money was missing. Things just stopped. Who was this guy living in her house? He had recently got out of prison too. What did he go to jail for? There was a bank in Fort Morgan that was robbed and it was him. I've spoken with the policemen in our town and they said it was actually an aggressive robbery in the sense that it was a holdup. She sent me some old newspaper articles she'd found. And as it turns out, this man was out on parole in connection with some theft and robbery conviction when he shot his brother-in-law with a shotgun. It didn't kill him, but he was badly wounded. He then fled the scene and was on the run for a few days. And when I was probably 10 or 11, the library had a display of famous crimes in Morgan County. And the house, our house, was in it from the original standoff when he shot the brother and they tear gassed the house and couldn't find him. A few days later, the police got a tip that he was hiding in some person's house. Mind you, this was before he was hiding in this lady's house. This guy just liked hiding in houses. So it was at that point I went home and I said to my mom, our house is at the library for famous crimes that happened. And she was like, oh yeah? And I said, yeah. I said, what, what's going on? So it was at that point that our parents set us down and were like, well, we need to tell you guys what happened when we first moved in. So police got a tip that he was hiding in this random house, and they show up, they raid the house, they use tear gas, 
it sounds like it was insane. And they eventually find him hiding in a crawl space. They arrested him and the guy whose house it was for harboring a fugitive. All this happened before he was hiding in the house when the lady lived there. So when he finally gets out of jail for this, he goes back to the house and just lives there when another family is living there. It wasn't until I reached out to you guys that we did the research to find the old newspaper articles and seeing his face and hearing him, how he escaped and was found in the other house within a crawl space. That was his MO. That was something that he, he liked to do. I just am like, get the goosebumps. And now talking about it again and seeing his face. Once we pulled the newspaper articles and seeing his face was super creepy. Thanks again, guys, for listening to season two of Radio Rental. Your support has been amazing. And don't worry, we'll be back very soon with new stories and all new episodes. So please stay subscribed. Now it's time to announce the winners of the Radio Rental VHS tapes. If you hear your username, please email us at radiorentalwinner at gmail.com. That's radiorentalwinner at gmail.com. Okay, so the first names I'm going to read are from Apple Podcast Reviews. Valiant Violet. Steph.McVeigh. K. Tostitos. I-M-M-E-21. K-S-0-H. Again, those are from Apple Podcast Reviews. If I read your name, please email us at radiorentalwinner at gmail.com. The following names are from Twitter. Maddie Moistner 1. Matt White 073. Casey Frank 03. Whiskey Sour 07. Notorious SW1. Again, if I read your name, please email us at radiorentalwinner at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you soon. Radio Rental is created by Payne Lindsay and brought to you by Tenderfoot TV in Atlanta. Executive producers Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Hosted by Rain Wilson as his character, Terry Carnation. Produced by Payne Lindsay, Mike Rooney, and me, Meredith Stedman. Written by Meredith Stedman with additional writing by Mark Laughlin. Sound design by Cooper Skinner. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Additional production by Christina Dana and Mason Lindsay. Cover art by Trevor Eiler and Rob Sheridan. Voice acting by Ryan Jones, Casey Willis, and the Tenderfoot TV team. Shout out to Tiny Doors ATL for the creation of our real-life miniature radio rental store. You can check that out and more on their Instagram at Tiny Doors ATL. Special thanks to Grace Royer and Oren Rosenbaum at UTA, as well as support from the Nord Group, Station 16, Beck Media and Marketing, and the team at Cadence 13. If you have a radio rental story that you'd like to share, please email us at yourscarystory at gmail.com or contact us via the form on our website, radiorentalusa.com. Follow us on Instagram at Radio Rental and on Twitter at Radio Rental USA. You can also follow the beloved Terry Carnation on social media. Just search at Terry Carnation. On behalf of the Radio Rental store, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, rate, and review. And don't forget to share our show with a friend of the genre. Thanks for listening.
You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.